Hey, my name is Stephen Beckman. This is the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast. Um, I am the CEN, or the Chief Executive Nobody, of the Mesh News Project. You can find the Mesh News Project at meshnews.org. Mesh News is the mothership to COINTELPRO 2.0. You can catch the COINTELPRO 2.0 podcast at podcasts, with an S, dot COINTELPRO, the number two. And then the word zero, spelled out Z-E-R-O dot com. You can check out our video series at videos, with an S, videos, dot COINTELPRO. The number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. And then our online guide full of articles and resources at COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. Being in the program of COINTELPRO, I can tell you my journey has had just a wide assortment of things happened to me while in this program. I've had my bank accounts frozen. I've had an active denial service weapon used on me to keep me from walking into major media outlets in downtown LA. I've been censored on multiple social platforms. I've been subjected to radiation assaults nearly daily. And that's not microwave assaults, that's radiation assaults. That's different. I'm subjected to constant poisonings, druggings, a massive years-long smear campaign, being blacklisted and unable to pursue a career, which I had my degree and practiced for seven years before getting into the program. I've had my privacy made a novelty for others. And mainstream media and media puppets of our intelligence services reinforce these smears, which are completely basis. And then I had to wage an anti-smear campaign to correct this information. I've been given false medical care countless times. I fought three attempts at corrupt psych staff trying to declare me mentally unfit, forcing me to spend thousands of dollars of money that you don't really have in this program to go through independent and accredited uh, psychoanalysts, etc., to verify that these are things that are happening to me and and not some delusion. I've been arrested on false charges and held on $100,000 bail, which was only an opportunity for law enforcement to instruct in-jail gangs to try to kill me per the guard's instructions. I then had to go to this pretend trial and beat these false charges, only to tarnish my record, making it unable for me to also gain just basic employment. The key like to keep you broke in this program. I've been stalked across state lines, and county lines, and daily within my own community where I live. And in a desperate attempt to silence or even possibly murder me, I was struck with a car to send a message to shut my mouth. Reasons others are told of these horrible things and abuses happened to me are just carefully planned out logical fallacies to pacify 
of which all have been debunked. And I have the receipts. I'm not invited to my own trial because I hold the receipts to facts. Now you can learn more about me personally, view these receipts, and see a light shine on how government silences those that it sees as a threat and those who blow the whistle on government corruption at knowstevenbeckman.com. That being said, let's move forward with this podcast episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. My name is Stephen Beckman. I'm the chief executive nobody of the Mesh News Project. The Mesh News Project is the mothership of the Pro 2.0 podcast. You can hear more episodes of the Pro 2.0 podcast without an app at the address of podcasts with an S, podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, that's Z-E-R-O. So that's podcasts dot COINTELPRO, the number two, Z-E-R-O dot com. There's also some companion videos we have for the, the COINTELPRO 2.0, and that is at videos with an S, videos dot COINTELPRO, the number two, and then Z-E-R-O dot com, as well as just the online resource center that is COINTELPRO, the number two, and then ZERO.com. That is a great resource with articles and videos and podcasts all in one. And that is for people who are targets of gang stalking, mobbing, workplace harassment, um, tips and tricks and strategies for whistleblowers and government leakers and even journalists who might be under the thumb of oppressive means or uh, a large group of people who would employ these tactics even on the corporate side seeing as COINTELPRO 2.0 tactics are also used on targets that you know a corporation might deem as a threat or what have you and since the commercialization of the military industrial complex these services are available to those who run in those kinds of circles so visit the website check out the resource that's COINTELPRO the number two zero.com hey guys thanks for tuning in the podcast um i've got another ai in COINTELPRO 2.0 video um this is i want to say the second one but the first one i did was kind of a follow-up to the stalker algorithm um, and the stalker algorithm episode was, you know, when I was going through this shit, 2014, 2015, 2016, it was bananas and shit that was happening to me didn't seem real. And it was so fast and it was like stalker shit and it would happen quick on my devices, etc. Like, dude, just holy fuck. It was so scary. And that was 2014, 2015, 2016. And I was just like, there's a whole fucking team doing this shit to me. I can't believe it. Excuse me. It was bananas. But, you know, this huge influx of AI and AI tools and learning about large language models, etc. It all makes sense on how lightning fast it was. And... 
you know, I do have a whole episode about how the U.S. government um, will use conclusive ambushing to create companies. And, you know, maybe the, they'll, they'll make the CEO think something was his idea, but he was actually being engaged with conclusive ambushing. He understood the necessary skills to do these things. But since the U.S. government has teams of researchers and R&D, etc., around the clock, you know, on with our tax dollars, what they do is they plant the idea in somebody who already understands that. And then usually executive staff and middle management staff will be trained people in that field, but also people who work in the intelligence community. I got a whole episode on it, on how it works, etc., on how many of our companies are fake companies. If they're not fake companies, they're puppeted CEOs and the CEOs don't even realize they're puppets. I think it's all their own ideas. And it's super spooky, but that's why the U.S. is the scariest fucking country in the world is because we're so good at manufacturing reality. Fuck manufacturing consent. We manufacture reality. Um, the U.S. government, like I've said before, uh, the, the, the difference between capitalism and communism, you would think it's all these other things. It's uh, about, you know, like means of production and, you know, artificially inflating, you know, currency and um, everyone is, you know what I'm saying, living off someone else's hard work. It's not about that uh, because essentially both these systems do the same things. They just, we have socialist programs and except just like a, a communist country, etc. Um we just implement them in different ways. But ultimately, the difference between communism and democracy is um, the way in which they think people are best, mass, like large groups of people are best controlled. And it basically comes down to how, do you, how, how would you prefer to raise the kids? Essentially, what type of, what system of, of government a governance, I guess, best keeps people in line on the long term so empires last longer. And, you know, there's been so many different civilizations and we've had so many tries at doing this. And ultimately, this is what we got, the system we have now. Well, ours at least. And um, that's basically the whole the thing between... Um, you know, capitalism and communism. It's not, they're not different systems. If you really break down, cause we do socialist shit all the time. There's kickbacks and people who get insider deals, etc., and handouts. It's just the same shit happens in both supposed, um, systems. Just, um, our system likes to make people feel like things happen serendipitously. And, they're ha- and they happen through merit. And um, you know, communism is the whole there's no I in team kind of thing. And uh, but the same systems. There's just so many ways we cheat when cap when a capitalist democracy fucks up with socialist systems and communist systems, and vice versa. I mean. China is the best case of that, where they have one country, two systems, you know, 
they are going to hit, they're hitting a wall. They hit a wall. That's why China fucking collapsed. They hit a wall. So they realized like, we're going to have to adapt all the best things about capitalism, but run people like it's a social authoritarianism. And we're just, that's all history. That's all time is doing now. Um, we're just trying different systems of government. Essentially, but I'm not gonna that that's not what this podcast is about. So I was going through COINTELPRO and there was a lot of like I said, there was the ghost in the machine I keep talking about, etc. It was so quick and it really blew my mind how fast shit would happen, how I would get harassed in my car, and then I would get harassed in a store over the intercom and then at home on the TV. It was really a psychological mind fuck. It was a psyop. And people like to think that what was happening to me was a bunch of bullshit. But ultimately, the same way that the U.S. government fakes companies or massages the creation of companies and puppets a CEO or whatever, you know, uh, an Intel industry term is like they call them robots or action figures or puppets, um, animated. They call them cartoons, meaning they're animated, meaning somebody else is, is essentially creating the motion or creating what's happening for this person or his what's happening like etc there's all sorts of slang terms for it anyways um what was happening to me was so fast and since ai hadn't been in the way that it is ubiquitously understood now was out in the open in 2014 2015 it felt like an entire like hotel like was full of people was doing this shit to me. And just like now AI is used, like I use it at work all the time to help me generate taglines. I mean, I don't use what it gives me. It doesn't know how to be smart or clever. What it does is it spits you out a lot of ideas you would have to take a long time to pull from your own memory. Um, but it augments it augments uh, an understanding of, how, of what you know of, of a skill set you know. It augments pulling resource data um, and then how to implement that. And part of, you know, marketing, advertising, whatever the industry I went to school for is you're constantly pulling from your knowledge set. And some, I mean, you, I mean, as a somebody who's ran my own shop before, like you have so many different clients. And I mean, I've had to learn action scripting for one client who really wanted to do a flash interactive thing, even though action scripting and flash programming is kind of fallen by the wayside. And then I just, after that client, I threw all that shit out of my brain. I don't I couldn't even begin to start to know what action script, you know, where to start with action scripting because I was just running and gunning. And it was all about like the Feynman technique. I would really employed Feynman technique when I had my own shop. Like, Hey, we need to learn how to make a, um, a, you know, pro, a, a keyword driven SEO website out of PHP. And I would work with the PHP to do the back end, and I would do marry the PHP to the front end. And I made a website for a client. So when you typed in a keyword, it had all the keywords on. This is when this was like some major black hat SEO shit we did. But, um, SEO is search engine optimization, basically knowing how to cheat Google's algorithm and make sure my client's page showed up at the top result, because that's all that matters. 
People say the first page matters. No, the top three people are lazy. The top three results matter. And that's after you scroll past all the ads that look like search results, right? So anyways, what we did was we had all the keywords loaded on the page in, a, in PHP. And Google would spider the page and then see all the keywords for every keyword. Um, uh, and all the content, et cetera, generated, uh, pre-written, et cetera. And what would happen is we would find out what keyword the person jumped into the page, jumped into this website for, and then it would auto-generate the page um, based off the keyword we knew it came in based on how we tracked it. And so Google assumed that that page was um, dedicated 100% to that topic and really it was just pulling from a data set, but it would auto-generate the page on the fly. Um, and that's how we fooled Google. And also we didn't have to make a million different web pages. So we made our website look like it ranked high for, and, and concentrated for lots of different, uh, keywords for that one page. And so we didn't have to make this huge website. It would just auto generate the, 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 uh, the page. And then once a person left, like that website disappeared or the page disappeared. Um, but you know, there's all sorts of different ways to use AI to augment your workflow. But yeah, so I did all that. And then after that project, boom, I'm just, my PHP knowledge is back to a baby. Um, but that's the thing that you, that's the thing with the human brain is you're constantly learning things. And you know what I'm saying? You're just trying to make the, con- the, the, you're just trying to make the client happy. But AI allows me to augment lots of things. I've been working with AI and marketing and stuff like that now. And it doesn't do my job for me. What it does is it pulls a lot of information that it would take me a minute to be like, oh, yeah, I do know this. Oh, yeah, I do know this, whatever. Because, do you know what I'm saying? Um, You just can't remember everything. And so you just learn to ask it certain things and to create things, create reports on the fly, et cetera. And um, it then... Um, comes up with all these things. And you're like, oh, okay, I know this. And now all of a sudden, it's like you become a DJ. You're really good at what you do. But then now you're saying, you know, like, okay, I know different beat patterns. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I know different, you know, time. I know different timing. You know what I'm saying? I know how, you know, how to layer things. And I know how to switch between the songs. And, you know what I'm saying? I know how to do the transitions or whatever. But that's what you're doing with your skill set. That's how AI is kind of work uh, integrated now into my workflow. So anyways, AI augments your performance. So it wasn't so much a large group of people doing this. It was people using AI tools that have not been released to the public yet or had the public did had no knowledge that these things existed to this advancement before. Um, and they were using it on me to try to make me, to try to um, put me through an enhanced torture experience that heavily relied on smart homes and your digital cable and streaming radio and all sorts of fucking things, man. Just all sorts of fucking things. It was bananas. And it happened so quick. And they made it seem like the fucking Illuminati was after me. Um, every time I'd go into a store, every store, uh, I would transition from being in the car. And then the radio, I thought at the time the radio was saying shit to me and making fun of the way I looked. Um, if I fucking rubbed one out the night before, they'd be making fun of me about that. Um, right. But it was like, that's not, that's, that's not, you know what I'm saying? The radio can't do that. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? That'd be the stupidest thing ever to think that the radio was people on the radio were watching me. Right. And, but it seemed that way, but I was like, I don't know what's going on, but I know this isn't real. They have to be doing this with technology or something. And it was so fucked up because then these guys put me in front of a psychologist or a, a psychoanalyst after one of these sessions where they fucking just absolutely terrified me with this shit. And, you know, my, my Alexa starts talking to me and then my fucking cable starts. But this is back in 2014. Nobody was talking about LLMs and real time deep fakes and bro. And tell me I wasn't somebody coming to you guys with all this shit in my early podcasts in my early podcasts talking about things that were not popularized at all. And people are like, what? This is what's going on. Like, bro, let me just tell you. So anyways, I'm going to, so the government now is coming out with a lot of different AI. Well, not the government. I'm sorry. There's a lot of these AI tools all of a sudden coming out of nowhere. And most likely what's happening is the U S government is creating all these fake companies, much like the, uh, the, the dot-com boom where it had all these dot-com technologies that it had. And it was 10 years ahead of, uh, uh, of everyone else. And it was like, okay, well let's release this on the public. Let's create AOL. Let's create, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Those are all us DARPA created companies, Google, everyone knows Google's a DARPA created. The same thing is going on with all these AI companies. These are either they're using. And like I said, I have a podcast all about how this works. Go back and you gotta watch the pod. You gotta listen to, you gotta listen to the podcast. Can't hunt and peck, man. I'm building on a knowledge base. You know what I'm saying? Like a degree almost. Um, and, uh, yeah, dude. So they're doing the same thing with AI now. Just like with the dot-com boom. They're a bunch of DARPA startups. And even if the CEOs, many of the CEOs of the DARPA tech, big tech startups that we know now may have thought they had a lot of their own ideas. But what's happened is, is the U.S. government, they find someone who they do a background check on them. And they make sure they at least understand the bones of what it is that they want to see the ideas and the concepts of in the brain of whoever it is that they choose. And they make sure that he has leadership qualities. And usually they want to make sure he's not doesn't have a corrupt mindset because they want the company to um, exist for a long time. Right. Because they want this to be a. An, a, a, an institution where now the government can push along commerce and technology, et cetera, and feed all these things that it has had an R and D for 20 years before they've even introduced it to us and see how it can use to generate and grow and strengthen our economy. And they see these ideas and they surround the CEOs, et cetera, with a bunch of agents who, uh, and DARPA employees, et cetera. And they pretend to, you know, and they, and they apply for the job and then they make sure they, they, they teach these people to know how to manipulate this guy ahead of time. And then the people around him and an executive staff, et cetera, are basically his handlers. They understand the industry, but they also are classically trained in intelligence and manipulation techniques. And then they puppet this guy because it's all about plausible deniability. You know what I'm saying? That's how this works. And they're doing the same thing with AI right now. And a lot of this AI shit that I'm seeing now come up as these like oh fun tools that you can pay $20 a month for. Just as I've said before, think of 
nuclear power. Nuclear power can, you know, power a million homes or it can blow up a city. A hammer, you can build a house with it or you can fucking smash your dick with it. Um, it's all about how you use it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a car, you can drive yourself to work or you can plow into a, a, a bunch of people at a street fair. You know, whatever. It's a tool can be used in a good way or in a bad way. And these tools that I'm seeing emerge now, most likely all these things are government-created companies. But they're doing done in the plausible deniability way. Um, and it's crazy because I was saying all this shit in my early parts of the podcast where some of these people are saying that I was, uh, I was crazy, etc. All these things that I've said literally exist and were used on me in a weaponized way are now just emerging as these friendly companies. And as more and more of these things pop up, I'll be like, oh, yes, they must have used this on me for this, etc. Because you have to understand the speed at which these things happened. It was either a it was either a giant office building full of people watching my every move 24-7 and some sort of conductor, kind of like... Um, Truman show or they were heavily heavily uh, leaning on AI to augment that to only have maybe a third of that kind of workforce because of the speed at which a lot of this terrifying ghost and machine shit was happening to me was just unimaginable and it creates a significant um, um, error of terror in your brain um, and it's all part of this enhanced torture that utilizes these AIs. Now that you're sitting here thinking like, oh, these are a new thing and all these new things are popping up. And I guess it's this new tech revolution. No, these things are coming from AFRL. That's like Air Force Research Laboratory. It's coming from DARPA. It's coming from companies uh, that are funded by NQTEL. And if you don't know what NQTEL is, NQTEL is the CIA's... Um, um, investment arm where they invest in emerging technologies, et cetera, or they take a technology that their R and D has created and they make a company out of it. Um, so you need to understand, but these things were weaponized on me and they were used many years before they were even introduced into the public sphere. And I'm going to talk about some of them, how it was used on me. Cause you need to understand this is the next layer of terror this is how the U.S. government will discredit someone who has dirt on them. It will discredit someone who maybe witnesses the government doing a cover-up, maybe a whistleblower. They need to make him look like he went crazy. Um, government dissonance, maybe somebody has, you know what I'm saying, who isn't being puppeted by the intelligence agencies. Maybe, he, you know what I'm saying, has gained quite the following and they need to smear him like they did with Abby Hoffman. Back in the 60s in the first uh, iteration of COINTELPRO. Or like what they did to the Black Panthers. How they would smear them. Or talking about Luther King. How the FBI would try to smear him to his people and in the media. Um, these things. These same technologies will be weaponized to be used on those people. And in the next 50 or so years you need to expect that this is how they will do it. And if you don't know how some of these things that seem harmless have been weaponized... I mean, I just, we should re-look into many cases in the past of people going fucking cray-cray. Because -cray. I guarantee you they've been using this kind of things on them. Anyways. Um, oh, and I want to address something before I jump right into it. So we're going to jump into some more AI tools that I see are emerging. I've already told you how these government 
companies manifest themselves, just like Google was a DARPA thing. All these new AI companies that are popping up, they're all just intelligence agency companies popping up and creating companies to see if they can't push an emerging technology and then create an institution and then drive, you know, and, you know, the industrial revolution for the next, you know, 50 years or so, like they did with um, the dot-com boom. And you remember how all those tech companies, I don't know if you remember the dot-com boom of the nineties, but if you are old enough to remember, like there were so many, like people think of Google, you know what I'm saying? And Yahoo, if anything, if anybody even uses Yahoo, you know, as the thing that you use, but there was hundreds People were search engines. There were hundreds of search engines. There was Lycos and Ask Jeeves. And there were so many different Googles. And that was just the one that stick, stuck around. That one became an institution. And that's the same thing that the U.S. government... And, and it's already been proven. There's already a proven track record in history that... And I've gone over it before in past podcasts. And I use all my sources. They're in the descriptions. I'm not going to go over it. But trust me, go back through the titles and look at the descriptions. And I have all the notes in the descriptions. Anyways... And all the sources. But these are all also DARPA companies. DARPA, AFRL, Air Force Research Laboratory. I guess Air Force is big on tech. There's even a um, there's even a joke. They call it the Chair Force. Because the Air Force is... They're, they're a bunch of... They're really fucking smart. They are a lot of... There are some fucking badasses over there. But AFRL, Air Force Research Labs. Um, DARPA... NQTEL, et cetera, these kind of things. And they all were working on these things in the background, you know, when web 2.0 was come, was out, you know what I'm saying? And MySpace and everything was still, these crazy things were already on the up and up. We just, they were just keeping them secret and weaponizing them and using them as weapons. But now they're ready to implement them to, to try to stimulate commerce. And I think the reason why the emergence of these technologies, this AI post COVID is possibly to try to stimulate our economy after China sent us that virus. If you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about, you need to watch our fucking movie um, because basically that's what happened. It was blowback. I, I show how how it happened, how it works, etc. You should watch our movie 2020, 2030 Vision, Corporate Coup. I'm going to have a link to it in the description after you listen to this podcast. I recommend you go and chip away at it or go watch it on the very front page of our website because for some reason, Google... Uh, was blocking the page that our movie was on. So we moved it to the front page of the website, literally blocking it. Like it was like a shadow band in the search engine. Couldn't find it on our website. So I moved it to the front page of meshnews.org. So now you just go to meshnews.org and you can watch 2030 Vision Corporate Coup. It's our third movie in the series. Um, Watch it. Understand. But this emergence of AI, my personal opinion, somebody who absolutely nerds out on the news cycle and understands manufacturing consent. I have a educational background in advertising, um, basically manipulating people uh, to spend money. Um, and, you know, I work in the marketing space. So just understand I have that background as well. So, you know, on top of me being an absolute... Uh, having an absolute hard on for the news cycle and the news and reading between the lines on top of my experience in COINTELPRO 2.0, which fucking was gnarly. Just trust me, all these AI companies, they're, they're releasing them because they're trying to stimulate the economy post COVID. And yeah, 
And I want to, before we go into these apps, I want to address something. Somebody, you know, because I post on my Twitter, on my chat on my Twitter, and I tell people, and I was telling people, hey, you know, if you have any more questions about who I am or my fucking, um, or smears about me, etc., uh, here's the website address. I put the nose, stephenbeckman.com, how I literally squash everything that's being said about me. Um, and, uh, if you fucking have a question or you, or you're, you know what I'm saying? You just automatically don't like me because you've heard people say things and you don't have a lot of experience on processing those things, but you know, you don't like the things someone said about me, but you also don't have the basic maturity to vet this information or talk to me about things or understand that, you know what I'm saying? I went through a very unique situation. It wasn't just very cut and dry. It was very manipulative. Uh, Our intelligence community was involved. Large groups of our intelligence community was involved. Um, They worked their hardest to smear me while there was, you know, some intelligence community darlings, kids running for, yes, the Bush family, our intelligence agency's darlings. If you don't know, Bush Sr., who was our president in 1986 to 1990, I think. Um, His name is on the CIA building. The CIA the most unimpressed motherfuckers in the universe because they make magic happen daily. We're so impressed by this motherfucker. They emblazoned it on the side of their fucking headquarters. So the Bush family and their kids and the grandkids, they're darlings of the fucking intelligence community. So I don't know what George Bush senior did that impressed all those guys so much that they put his name on the side of the building. Some people say it was that he iced um, JFK, that's what people are, that's what some people say, that's why, you know what I'm saying, he was, he was kind of like a pioneer, supposedly, who the fuck knows, but his name is on the, his name is on the side of the fucking CIA building, so the most unimpressed motherfuckers in the universe were so impressed by this dude that they, yeah, they put his name on the side of the building, but anyways, I went through this really gnarly experience, and it, these motherfuckers smeared me and they used the PSYOP tactics to smear me to criminals and people in the community. Um, some people who aren't even involved in the intelligence space, but they just knew that they belonged to uh, community groups and they were easily impressioned and they like me in the center of attention. And these people don't understand how the U.S. government is using technology, etc., to smear people. And... It was just a big mess. And a lot of people think it was, it's just cut and dry. It's, well, somebody told me a thing about this guy and that's exactly what's happening. And that's what's all going on. It just wasn't. So, so, some people like to sit, some people like to think it's just very cut and dry. It's not. It's a very complicated, very um, upside down and inside out. I mean, that's what collusion is. Collusion is, you know what I'm saying? Disinformation, um, um, manipulation. Uh, misinformation, you know, puppeteering, uh, all sorts of different psyop things going on, etc. And, you know, I just went through a really gnarly thing. And some people are saying, oh, you think you're, because I, I, I posted on Twitter, someone said, oh, you, you, you think you're the shit, you just have a podcast. No, 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 I don't have just a podcast, okay? I don't just sit there and think about telling fart jokes about what happened this week and then have a, you know, have a laugh with my homeboy. Like, no, I went through a 
absolutely unique experience that no one has ever documented before. There was barely anybody who's ever been on the other side of this and could actually talk about it. And in the language, which normies like myself could even understand it. And then documenting the process. This is a high crime in slow motion, a smoking gun in slow motion. I'm giving you all the fucking details and I'm having to cut my own life open. I'm having to cut myself open, essentially, metaphorically, and educate you about this because what these motherfuckers did to me and the, which, the speed and the skill set they've done means they've done it to so many other people who have never been able to explain themselves, who who got caught up and got put in a nut house because they were being gaslit and manipulated and 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 and, and put through enhanced torture and all sorts of shit like and I'm so far I'm the only person that's come through on the other side to explain this very unique thing. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the media who kind of resent me, especially in independent media online, because um, they think I'm trying to be the most popular girl at school. And it's like, no, look, I went through a very unique thing and I'm trying to educate you all on this. And I'm really sorry that, you know what I'm saying, um, you might think this is a threat. I'm not doing this for money. I don't make any money on the things that I do. I do it all for free. Um, because people need to know this stuff. Part about being awake, if you want to say that you are awake or someone who is awake or part of, you know, a group of people going through what people are calling, you know, the next great renaissance or right, great another awakening is the only thing that you care about. Um, if you truly are, that's your actual mission. It's not about jumping on some smear so you can be the center of attention because, you know, all these indie media guys, they want to be like, you know, the anti-establishment fucking, yeah, most popular girl at school. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to be mispopular with that shit. Like, I'm not. So uh, I won't po apologize for having this to talk about. And there's nothing more I would want than to have never gone through this. Ever. Even, even if I knew at the other end of this, I would have all this important shit that I've told you guys about. And that no one's ever fucking seen or understood or explained, etc. I still would not have, I still would not go through this ever again. Nothing about this is awesome. I'm just doing the responsible fucking thing. And this isn't a podcast. Okay. I'm logging high crimes that have been committed by our intelligence agency. Something that happened to the entire county of San Diego. Um, and I'm telling you how to avoid this. And I'm trying to make some sort of guide. I'm trying to be comprehensive about it. And you need to kill your ego and understand all I care about is the mission. If I knew going into this, if I had it all over to go in and I knew I'd come out the other side, but, and have all this information, you know, and someone told me, Hey, look, you're going to go through a thing, but at the other end, you're going to have all this great stuff to tell people. I still would not have done, done this ever. Fuck that shit. I just wanted my life. I just wanted a job in advertising. I just wanted to have a fucking house payment. Um, I wanted to just have a fucking normal life. I don't fucking give a fuck if you think, you know what I'm saying, I'm garnering attention. I don't give a shit about that. And um, I don't give a shit, definitely don't give a shit about you if you're having a hard time with that.
you need to grow the fuck up and understand that I'm fucking dropping some really important shit sometimes daily and um especially you independent media guys and you guys need to help me get this shit out if you truly care about what the fuck it is that you say you care about you're gonna help me get this shit out and unfortunately i'm the only fucking mouthpiece on this because so far i've checked i'm the only person who can make sense of this and it's connected to much higher crimes that have happened and those things also need to be exposed and that's a whole nother fucking podcast why we can call it a podcast i would call it uh you know what i'm saying an interview and uh um fucking you know a couple of instructional movies on how it happened etc on this crazy high crime that happened on a massive scale in tandem to what was happening to me while a nation was being absolutely mesmerized by the most distracting fucking motherfucker in the White House, which is most likely why they did it at the same time. So, all I care about is the mission. And, um, you know what I'm saying, if you can't help me do that, um, you know what I'm saying, then I don't have to tell you, man. That's all I care about is the mission. I'm not getting paid for this. Do you know what I'm saying? I go to work all day. I still have a nightmare. Every day I go to work, I have a nightmare I work through. My last podcast could tell you all about that. Do you understand? Like the most crazy thing. Can you imagine working eight hours a day while like, you know what I'm saying? While being fucking pelted by like solar flares, I guess you would call it. The, the I guess the scientific fucking equivalent of it. Um, have, constantly having your food poisoned don't know you know what i'm saying like if you're gonna come across a bunch of fucking crazy motherfuckers who are paid to fuck with you or were manipulated into fucking ganging up on you like or you know what i'm saying going through this fucking psyop shit all that like you're out of your fucking mind just help me get this shit out unfortunately i'm the guy you know what i'm saying and uh if i seem a little you know pithy about it like there are some independent media people like I've talked to people over at TYT. They straight up told me, well, people are saying these things. And it's like, well, aren't you guys investigators? Like I was talking to this one guy on Twitter and he was like, well, people are saying all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, but aren't you guys fucking investigators? Like I still think all the people over there, at T- they're, they're fucking doing what's up. Believe it or not, TYT is there are some fucking trailblazers. I'm not talking shit on them, but that just gives you one example of like, well, aren't you guys, don't you guys do investigative journey? So can't you get to the bottom of facts? So you're going to just work on a hype train and then tell me you couldn't, you can't be, you can't talk to me right now because of smears and you guys do investigative reporting. Like, bro, I was literally trying to drop maybe the most important story in the past quite a few fucking years when the time it was to time to drop it. Now, no one cares because there's too much. The media landscape has changed. You have to catch the wave now. You just have to. That's just the way it works. And I can't even believe some news organizations are like, well, there's just a lot of heat. But aren't you guys investigate? Like, don't you specialize in investigative, like, investigative reporting based off of facts? So then you would also know that this is garbage. That was just too much for you. That people were saying words. Believe it, it's not just TYT. And believe it or not, I actually like all the motherfuckers over there. Everybody at TYT. I just could not believe that, unfortunately, 
the animal brain, bro, it reacts in crazy ways. But it's not just them. There are quite a few other people. Some people could only try to talk to me. They would make fake accounts and see what was up and get updates from me. And they're like, oh, this is my burner account. It's like, no, I want to, I want you to follow me for me. So people understand like, oh, this guy is an investigative reporter and he's associating with. So maybe there's something to this guy's claims and saying, yes, he is being smeared. Like, oh, this is my burner account. Fuck your burner account. Aren't you an investigative report? Like, can't you just discern things with facts? Isn't that what investigators do is they find out the facts, what the truth is? Like, that blew my mind. So, yes, believe it or not, there is such thing as the people who are supposed to who are supposed to be really good at finding facts also um, can be their consent can be manufactured. The manufacturing consent can happen to people who understand even how that process works. That's how animalistic human brains are blew my mind but no this isn't a a fucking podcast and this is a fucking very gnarly daisy chain of high fucking crimes COINTELPRO just happens to be one of the things I went through and um, I think you're mischaracterizing it this isn't do you know what I'm saying I'm not going on here talking about fucking Pokemon cards or you know my new Hulu fucking uh, 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 bullshit or me talking to my friend and, you know, and, and talking about fucking, you know, bullshit. Okay. This ain't like podcast format just was the most best way to communicate this because it was the most ease for me to get information out. But yeah, you would not believe some people like, oh, you think you're special in your pods? Like, you just do a podcast. It's like, no, you stupid bitch. This is just the most effective means to communicate this huge daisy chain of high crimes committed by the U.S. fucking government. And while people were being absolutely distracted and they were absolutely positive, a bunch of morons, even people who were investigative reporters couldn't get their shit screwed on right, even though that's literally their job is facts. Mind blowing. Anyways, besides that, and I'm not, and I'm not even talking about just TYT. There are so many different people. It's just, that was top of my head. And I think everyone over there are super chill. I like all the people over there. Uh, I really like, what's that one show called? Damage Report. That show is fucking dope. Um, Damage Report, super good. I like all those people over there. And it's just, what I'm trying to speak to is that people's animal brain is still stronger than our logical brain, unfortunately. It just is. You can't hate on people that their cognition was hacked by people who spent the past 70 years, you know what I'm saying, fucking smuggling in Nazi scientists with Project Paperclip who were doing all sorts of experiments on people and then the CIA spending the 60s and 70s fucking dosing people on MK Ultra, whatever. And those people who have found out how to hack every part of your brain doing this, that, doing the job that they have 70 years head start on to people who never encountered that kind of level of manipulation. You can't hate somebody who fell prey to someone with a 70 year head start. Can you imagine trying to, let's say you're a carpenter 
or uh, an automotive engineer or a mechanic or whatever, and somebody has a 70-year head start and you guys go head-to-head in a challenge, who do you think is going to win? Like, right? So I can't hate, but that did happen. And it wasn't just them. It was so many other media outlets, people that you would just be like, them too? Yes. Yes. But it's also crazy to find out that there is a fuck ton of people, even in independent media, that... um, Man, do they get hard licking that boot, homie. They just, they love that shit. They get, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They get aroused uh, if you make them smell fucking shoe polish. I mean, those motherfuckers, it's crazy. Anyways, getting back to it, AI and how it can be weaponized. I guess this is the second follow-up of more AI tools that are coming out that I very much understand how they already can be weaponized. And these are supposed to be new companies, but I'm very much already very well introduced in how it can happen. Because what AI has on humans is speed. Do you understand? And that's how I, when I was going through this, it seemed like aliens were after me. No, it wasn't. They were using AI and LLM models and generative AI and deepfake AI and all sorts of shit to manipulate me to make me think like literally aliens or the Illuminati was after me. And it was none of those things. But there's no way I could already know about these things without even being exposed to them unless I was exposed to them. Do you understand? Many years before the public was even aware of these things. So many of these things are government created companies just like the dot-com boom or those all those companies and then it got whittled down. The same thing's going to happen with AI. But Basically, the intelligence community is just spitting all this shit out. I think it's to stimulate the economy post 9-11 because the Chinese really got us with that fucking, that pump fake. They really fucked us up, the whole West, homie. And I think it's to stimulate the economy, and that's my personal opinion. But anyways, let's get into it. Okay, so you can check these out in the notes. I will have these sources in the notes, but I will tell you how these things that are supposed to be emerging technologies, I literally had weaponized against me back in 2014, 2015, way before they were ever introduced to the public, at least, you know, seven years or so. And like I said, you have to understand anything that had to do with technology, whether that be software, um, hardware, the U.S. government, it's not so much like military tech, military tech, it's like 20 years, kind of like, uh, You know, all that hype in the 70s, 80s, and 90s about UFOs was actually them just testing the fucking, the F-117 Nighthawk, that triangle-looking spacecraft, uh, spacecraft, triangle-looking fighter jet. Um, That's like 20, 30 years ahead of time. Military tech, 20, 30 years ahead of time. Software and hardware, I want to say they're about the U.S. government's about 10 years ahead of us. So anyways, without further ado, here is something called InVideo. Now we're going to look at the InVideo. It's auto-generating content, but this is InVideo. And this is supposedly a new tool, but this is InVideo. I'm going to turn it up and you can look at the clip yourself. And we're going to learn about what it is. And I'm going to tell you how it got weaponized against me Literally back in 2014, 2015. It's 2023 now. So nearly a decade ago.
In the past few months, computers have gone from writing hip-hop songs to generating cool images. A program so advanced. AI. A revolutionary AI. Artificial intelligence. To even generating video. But wait, that's not a video, it's just a clip. Just one of many. And making a video means... Today we'll look into the process of filmmaking, a fairly complex process. But that has to change now. NVIDIA presents text to film. This isn't your basic text to clip. This is your imagination. Converted to a fully edited video. The sun breaches the horizon, and Rinzin the monk stands by the sea. A master of meditation, he begins to unleash his powers. And everything changes. That's right. From an idea to a publish-ready video in just a few seconds. Sign up now and check it out. NVIDIA AI. So that's NVIDIA.AI. And that's supposed to be a new product that dropped 13 days ago. But like I said, back in 2013, I'm um, sorry, 2014, 2015, this stuff was being used on me to harass me in almost real time, um, producing clips, producing fake um, people in my news, uh, my news feed, etc., producing fake video. And what this does, video, you can basically say, I want you to create a movie like in the in the ad, a monk with superpowers. It will do that. It will generate the clips. It'll generate it. Generate it. And so like people on my feed, sometimes I would say something in my house and then I would get a notification on my phone and then there would be a pre-made video response to something that just happened to me in my house to kind of like to scratch that itch of we're always watching you. But this was happening almost in real time. But what it did, it was it simulated a large audience of people supposedly watching my remove. Not trying to say that that hasn't been done to try to make me seem like I'm less to the people who have been encouraged to hurt me. But at a time when it was happening, the the speed at which it was happening, etc., made it seem like so it was such a bigger thing. Yeah, it was crazy. But this is AI that can tr create video on demand. Um, uh, I, all of a sudden, I would say something or go through a situation or whatever, right? I'd be going through an enhanced torture session. And it really does some psyop shit on your fucking mind. And I get all of a sudden I get a notification on my phone. It would be a mocking video of what was happening literally as after it just happened. But it happened so quickly. And it was custom. And that video existed nowhere else on the internet but from that one person. And it gave you the impression that, oh my gosh, there's this whole audience of people observing my life and they're all fucking commenting and making content and harassing me. And I'm not trying to say that they're not trying to do that in private groups. That happens quite a bit. I mean, there's been private groups or guys like to share uh, the the videos of people having sex inside of properties that they own, that they have Airbnbs. They share those are their private discords and private 4chan groups where creepy landlords and shit do that shit. I mean, there's 
so many creepy groups of people who just enjoy the misery of and treating people like they're less than them. But if you go and see who these people are, you don't know who the fuck these people are. They're nobodies. And that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? That's why I keep reiterating is people who are nobodies engage in treating other people like they're less than them. These are people who are going to make no dent on the universe, but they need, it's almost like junk food. They need a means to feed their narcissism so they can at least feel like they're better than someone. And I don't give a fuck. Someone thinks they're better than me, but it's like narcissism junk food. And these groups exist. And it's not that those groups don't exist, but at the speed at which it was happening, it was terrifying. And there would be no way even for someone to make, cut, clip, create a fake profile, post it. It was just way too quick. So what happens is is instantaneous media will be used. Um, They'll do that with commercial breaks. Remember, I have a whole podcast about wake words. And if to give you a rundown, a wake word is just like, you know, when you have an Alexa, you say Alexa and Alexa all of a sudden knows it's time to pay attention to you. They'll harass you and use Pavlovian abusive conditioning to program wake words into you. So like for, you know, maybe three weeks, every time you, you hear the word, you know, uh, wiener dog, they shoot you radiation, right? That seems silly, but they can make it any trigger word, but radiation exposure is such a traumatic event on your body and your body's nervous system, etc., And the process of even have radiation poisoning that in two weeks of just doing that, it will trigger such a trauma in your brain where now all of a sudden somebody says like wiener dog, you'll be like, Oh fuck, it's going to happen again. Like that sounds silly, but you can do it with literally anything, a word, a phrase, um, yawning, coughing, uh, wearing certain clothes, whatever it is. Cause what happens is when your body goes through a traumatic experience, if it keeps happening and it has no explanation, your, your brain will search for meaning. It'll latch onto any kind of, it's called cognitive anchoring, any kind of cognitive anchor. And they can artificially generate that. So every time you hear the word wiener dog or see someone wearing fucking polka dotted shirt or whatever, you will then become fucking instantly terrified to the point of like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Pulling out a firearm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like getting to the point where you're ready to fucking draw an ultimate line because radiation exposure and poisoning is such a terrifying thing to the human body. We're not made for it. We were, we evolved inside of the earth's mag, uh, magnetosphere for millions of years. There's literally nothing. So it is a completely like, that's what people try to, I try to explain to people like there is nothing that radiation exposure will not do to you and make you do to make it stop. I was literally begging cops to find out, to get to the bottom of this shit. I have video of it. Arrest me for this if I did it. Pleading with cops. That's how much you want radiation exposure to stop. And believe me, nothing happened. Or else I wouldn't be here to say anything to you. But yet, you know what I'm saying? I have many videos on my No Stephen Beckman channel where I go and I visit people on that Megan's Law list because I had to know, like, is this something that happens to people who get smeared or even people question that? Or is it a me problem? And I had to figure that out. And I found out it was people specifically targeting me. These are gangsters paid to fuck with me because I went and I interviewed literally hundreds of in San Diego County, of people guilty of this one crime called 
well, the official charge is forced penetration of a child, which is basically a uh, 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 legal jargon for child rape. And literally, after meeting hundreds of child rapists who are on a fucking list with their picture and their address, because that's the law, all of their lives were fucking amazing. They're fun. They're stunning. They had no idea what I was even talking about. I had to lie to them so they would tell me the truth. That's just, sometimes you have to do some shit like that. So I just acted like I didn't know who they were. And I was just there to investigate shit. You can go and check out that video. I have just of a few of the people I met. Uh, but literally spent, you know, four, four and a half days just meeting hundreds of people guilty of literal child. You have no idea how many crazy fucking pieces of shit live in your community. Like way more than you'd ever think. Like you think, oh, child rapist. We probably got like three of those, bro. Hundreds. And that was just in a small circle, like in a few miles around my address. But just to learn that their lives are fine. So it was hard. I was literally going to the cops being like, please tell me what I did. Find something. I will go to jail. I'm not going to get blasted with this. Whatever it is, I will not be fucking shot with this shit anymore. They just, it just wouldn't, they just couldn't help me. They couldn't even put me in jail and I was asking for it. I was like, if there's any validity to this shit, fucking help me. There's nothing that radiation exposure will not make you do. That seems crazy because you've never been shot with radiation as an assault weapon. But it will make you do anything to make it stop. Anything. Anything. Eat turds. Hot coming out of a dog's ass as they fall out. You will fucking do that to never have. Like, I just can't get into the, can't go into the ways which you would just, you're so desperate to make it stop. You can, there's this thing, there's a side effect of it. It's called sense of dread. And there's a very few drugs that maybe stimulate that. Um, pre-programmed response and the, and the, but is absolutely like, not only are you experiencing a side effect called sense of dread, but your body systems are collapsing. You, uh, could have a heart attack. Um, your nervous system is getting shot. You're collapsed. You, your knees will buckle as you poop your pants in public and fall to your, and, 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 and almost, and probably have a heart attack or damn near close getting ambushed with that shit there's nothing so if you're you committed a crime bro and someone knows you committed a crime you will go and turn yourself in if they shoot the shit at you i'm just letting you know and even if you never did anything you will fucking beg these cops to find and get to the bottom of it but these cops knew what was going on they were willing to let this happen because it meant they had a get out of jail free card their buddies aren't going to go to jail for trying to extort me and working with people local people in the intelligence community who are abusing their nsa access to do this ghost in the machine shit and do all this harassment shit because they literally told me if you don't pay us we're gonna ruin your fucking life and i was like what the fuck i mean i don't got any fucking money go fuck yourself fucking fucking go ahead ruin away you know because they were sure i had this money i didn't they just had bad information they thought i was hiding it they thought that maybe I was lying to them because uh, it was supposedly it was kind of come from a tax-free annuity. Like they were just, their egos made it so they 
were going to, they were constantly, and since they had, there's no oversight in the intelligence and uh, intelligence community. There just isn't. You, you, you think about the lack of oversight there that there is in law enforcement with qualified immunity, with, you know, what I'm saying things like gypsy cops, which John Oliver on his last week tonight show has, uh, talked about, like he did a great piece on it. I've referenced it like a dozen times. Great show, by the way. I fucking love that show. Writers are great too. Um, there's just, just for beat, just for street cops, street cops, street cops. Do you know a street cop can make all D's in high school and still become a cop? So some dude who made all D's in high school is absolutely protected. They kill people in broad daylight. We see tons of these police videos of them just literally murdering people over traffic stops and shit. Like these are people who made all D's in high school and have emotional stability problems and they have every protection. And those, and that's supposedly the, the agency that has things like internal affairs, et cetera, to make sure they act right. And it doesn't even work right now. Elevate that to the status of the intelligence agencies who commit crimes, bro. They had a, quite the racket going on, and the way that they did it to me let me know that they've done this quite a few times to other people. But remember, they told me, if you don't pay us, we're going to ruin your fucking life. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I don't even know who you, Doug. You hacking my laptop just to tell me that crazy shit? I was on an extended stay in America. These motherfuckers hacked my laptop, and it wasn't some wake-up Neo shit. It was... If you don't pay us the money that's the, the money that's coming in from your dad, because they thought my dad left me money, we're gonna ruin your fucking life. And I was like, "What the fuck? Fuck yourself!" But they deliver on the fucking promise, and then it just so happens that that situation car crashed into another situation because then I opened my mouth about that JFK Jr. shit, and then my whole fucking city collapsed practically, bro. Like, dog, I don't know, like I said, that's a whole other podcast series of movies, fucking book tour, etc. of just that shit. Yikes. Anyways, so that's that video generation thing. Sorry, I chased that rabbit. So they'll use that for lots of things. They'll use it to generate videos, video responses, video responses from people that don't even exist. Um, from profiles of people that don't even exist because they can, yes, use AI to generate an entire profile with an entire backstory, entire post history on the fly using AI. I used to do the same things for SEO where I would generate pages on the fly. Why wouldn't the NSA be able to do it with personalities since they have large models of every basic white bitch, every basic white dude, every angry fucking divorcee. Like, they just... With a pic, like, there's a whole website called "This Person Does Not Exist." I, you know, what I'm saying, pause my shit and go there for a second, just so you, I can prove that exists. It's a procedurally generated AI images of people that don't exist, and they're absolutely photoreal. And why, you know, what I'm saying, they would just, all they do is they just hook that up to a generator. They generate a bunch of pictures of somebody who doesn't exist, vacation photos, videos, etc. And then they have that, and they auto-generate that profile, and then they that profile will troll you, harass you. All sorts of shit. And then when you try to report it, it's like it just vaporizes, it disappears. But yeah, go to that this Google this person does not exist. It'll fucking blow your mind. That's more AI shit that people aren't considering that I was under experienced many years, practically a decade before it's now just some sort of fun tool you can pay fifteen dollars a month for. Like this uh, what do you call it? NVIDIA. Auto generate. It 
auto-generates a script, it auto-generates a narrator, it auto-generates video, I mean, shit, I mean, it's probably also a pretty good tool for content creation, if, you know, I hate for this to be a fucking commercial for it, but weaponized, it's pretty fucking dangerous, it really does some, you know what I'm saying, if you weaponize it and use it as a tool for psychological manipulation, and you know what, you have to also consider these tools that were used on me, the weaponized version of them that was out before the fake government companies are out now. Um, you also have to understand, you have to create these tools. They have to go on development. There has to be successive um, generations and versions that got better and better before it became ready to implement as a psychologically abusive uh, a tool in the tool bag. And then they had to fucking trial and error that shit, how to best to use that shit on someone and trial and error, A, B test. Okay, they worked on this one guy, but it didn't work on this guy, da, 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 to finally use it on me when it got, they got around to it. So what, what does that look like on a time scale added to the technology gap? Anyways, so there's NVIDIA. Um... Here's something that's a little more mainstream news is the universal, the Google Universal Translator that just got presented on the latest Google I.O. And that dubs and deepfake dubs, meaning it will put words in your mouth in real time. And like I said, these things, when they get released to the government, when they get released to the public, they're about 10 years old already. And our intelligence agencies have been using them for about a decade already. So that means they use them in PSYOPs. They use them against people who are enemies of the government, etc., to smear them, etc. To the point where it's so ubiquitous and they've absolutely beat that dead horse and they've absolutely manipulated all the people they thought they could squeeze out of it and they aren't getting any returns on it anymore. And now it's become this technology, they're going to fucking have a tech company see what they can do with it and so you know what i'm saying that's this google it look you know what i'm saying check out this technology this google universal translator tech because it's already about 10 years old it's nothing new but it's new to us but our intelligence agency have had this for about 10 years but check out this google universal translator tech Leanna Lynn relies on Spectrum Business to keep her shop connected oh. with fast, reliable internet. The Spectrum Business Connect phone system. Let me get past this fucking ads. Sorry about that. Two ads. Video dubbing service that helps experts translate a speaker's voice while also matching their lip movements. Let me show you how it works with an online college course created in partnership with Arizona State University. What many college students don't realize is that knowing when to ask for help and then following through on using helpful resources is actually a hallmark of becoming a productive adult. Muchos universitarios no comprenden que saber cuándo pedir ayuda y usar recursos útiles es en realidad una clave para convertirse en un adulto productivo. We use We use next generation translation models to translate what the speaker is saying models to replicate the style and the tone and then match the speaker's lip movements then we bring it all together This is an enormous step forward for learning comprehension 
and we're seeing promising results of course completion rates. But there's an inherent tension here. You can see how this can be incredibly beneficial, but some of the same underlying technology could be misused by bad actors to create deep fakes. So we've built the service with guardrails to help prevent misuse and we make it accessible only to authorized partners. And as Sundar mentioned, soon we'll be integrating new innovations in watermarking into our latest generative models to also help with the challenge of misinformation. Our AI principles also help guide us on what not to do. For instance, years ago, we were the first major company to decide not to make a general purpose facial recognition API commercially available. We felt there weren't adequate safeguards in place. Another way we live up to our AI principles is with innovations to tackle challenges. So there's that technology, but believe it or not, about five and a half years ago, maybe seven years ago, there's this tool called Marvel.ai that did the same exact thing. So seven years ago, no, about five years ago, five years ago, this was a publicly available technology, meaning our intelligence agency used it for about a decade. And then they were like, well, let's make a company and see what we can do. And they used it in advertising and they got the soccer player, David Beckham, to basically do a commercial in like 19 different languages about malaria. And it looked like he could speak all those languages. And uh, here's the, like I said, I'm gonna put all these links available in the description. Um, this is under the Google Universal Translator series of links. But here's uh, another one. This is Marvel.ai. And this one's like five years old. And that's five years to where we've known about it. But like I said, if like they're talking about bad actors, if someone makes wants to make fake shit and circulate it about you without you knowing, it could do a lot of fucking damage because motherfuckers don't know how to... Even though people know this stuff exists... Because it hasn't happened to everyone, it, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's like, it's easy to describe a breakup. It's easy to describe being cheated on. It's easy to describe being in a car crash or burning yourself on the stove or tripping on a crack in the cement because lots of people experience that and it's kind of like a general thing. But someone spreading fake media about you, fake videos, it's... Not a, not a lot of people experience that. And so it's hard for people since they don't have the shared experience to sympathize when you're like, look, man, whatever it is you're tripping on, it's fucking fake because I went to all the places where you would verify if that's even true outside of that. And we got our answer. You got to leave me alone. I'm sorry that someone's passing fake shit. Could you actually give me that fake shit? Because... I very much want to scrape the metadata from that and sue whoever's fucking passing it. But since it's not a shared experience, it's hard for people to wrap their head. Like, why would somebody be making fake shit about you? I don't know, dog, but someone doesn't like me. Obviously, I'm going through all this drama and someone's most likely trying to fucking smear me. I can't even search for it on the internet. That should also be a key thing. Like, if I can't find it on the public internet why would you be trying to hide that from the public internet, right? If you're trying to shame me for a thing, 
regardless that I've gotten to the bottom of it, it would be public. It's not. They're being, it's being passed around. Like, and people aren't thinking about those detailed questions. But like I said, because people don't have the shared experience, like I said, it's not like burning yourself on the stove or, you know what I'm saying, fucking getting a cramp after eating and then going swimming. It's not like a commonality, so it's hard for people to sympathize. But it's a very real thing, and that's what happens when you weaponize this technology. But people also enjoy, even if you show them, look, it's fucking fake. Here are the facts. Here, here, look, here's me walking to police stations. Here's me uh, getting the district attorney involved. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things. Here's me. Show, here's me. You know, showing you how like my internet service provider would have a record of these things if any of these things are true. Um, we also literally live where you can download an app and make like amateur versions of it. But there's also like versions where you can download the software on your computer and make shit. Like you know what I'm saying? But because it's not a common thing, it's hard for people to sympathize. And so since they never gone through it, they've never pooped their pants. You know what I'm saying? And since it's not like everyone's pooped their pants or everyone's pissed their pants or everyone's, yeah, gotten in a car accident. Everyone's burned their hand on. The- That's a commonality. You can sympathize with it. You can be like, oh yeah, I could see all that. It sucks, man. That's- or it sucks that, you know, you broke your leg or whatever, right? Because people, a lot of people have gone through that. But not a lot of people go through being smeared with deep fakes so even google's talking about bad actors and how their software but that software that they're talking about they're acting like it's a new thing there's a company that came out with a much better version of even that and that's five years old it's called marvel ai and here they have the soccer player david beckham speaking 19 different languages check this out Sorry, man, these fucking ads. Malaria isn't just any disease. It's the deadliest disease there's ever been. Se dice que ha matado más de la mitad de la población que ha existido. Billion milongtan muritwe. Wa mazal taqtulu qiflan kull daqiqatayn. Mais nous pouvons y mettre fin. Nous savons comment, nous en avons la possibilité. Speak up and say, malaria must die. One voice can be powerful, but all of our voices together, then they will have to listen. So there's that, and that's five-year-old technology, and that's five-year-old publicly, uh, public knowledge technology not you know the 10 years that our intelligence agencies have been having that shit and then they created this fake company so google and right and then google just act like they came up with it literally last week do you know what i'm saying so this shit's been around for a minute but it's just it's hard to communicate like look man whatever it is you're tripping on it's fake and i've it's taken me a, like in my personal case it's taken me a long time of feeling people out because people just People's natural reaction is to join in on ridicule or I'm allowed to abuse this person. And that becomes, and you really get to understand what kind of person people are, right? If literally you're giving them all the facts and showing them how something is true, but they're like, yeah, nah, but I'm going to just believe what I believe because it means 
I give myself a special permission slip to treat you like you're less than me. And in reality, I really enjoy that more than anything. It's like narcissism junk food. And so it's like they got a death grip on this because what in reality, what they really like to do is they just like to mistreat people. They're just waiting for the opportunity to present itself because they're also lazy. So like I'm I deal with so many people, especially people in media, independent media. And what's hard is like, it's because it's not a commonality. And so it's hard to communicate when that shit happens to you. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a fucking trip, but this is five-year-old technology. Right. And Google says they came out with it last week. So, yeah, this shit's been around for a long time. And if our intelligence agencies want to use it on you, especially around the time when they were using it on me, fucking people are going to. You know what I'm saying? Like people can't not believe their lying eyes. It just it fucking sucks. Because like I will lit- I literally went through every way to show people, look. You motherfuckers need to chill the fuck out. This is a lie. Someone is doing something fake. And I'm sorry, but there's there, there's nothing there. There's no there there, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry somebody fooled you. And now you're on the hook because then you did something to me. That means that you are a fucking pile of shit and possibly a criminal now. Like, I'm sorry. That was a choice that you made, though. And so what people will do, they'll just keep believing that I'm a pile of shit and that they must be a great person doing something to a bad person. Cause you know, street justice. And it's like, no, no, no. You got fooled by uh, publicly available technology. It's kind of old at this point. And now you're on the hook for committing a fucking crime and you're too immature to fucking try to right a wrong or at least make up for what you did by helping me find the guy or showing me where you saw it or whatever. They just, They just, you know what I'm saying? It's a fucking losing battle. So also there's that. Uh, Fireflies.ai. So yeah, you can understand how that guy weaponized on me. Here's something called Firefly AI. Basically, it's an AI that I hate for these things to be a commercial. It's an AI that listens to, actively listens and watches your, um, what do you call it? Your, Your meetings. You know what I'm saying? Like your Microsoft Teams meetings and your Zoom meetings and shit. It real time listens to those things. And then what happens is it turns it into a chat bot. And so this thing called Firefly AI, what it does is it turns into a chat GPT of your video. So let's say you go through a two hour meeting and you were half ass paying attention, but you remember like, oh, my boss said he wants me to do something, but I don't know when, if it's due on the fifth or the 20th, or I don't even remember what he said I needed to do this thing called fireflies.ai. Basically what it does is it listens, it watches the meeting for you, literally takes all the notes for everything and understands language structure, categorizes the things that you needed to do that you got told in that meeting and gives you all the details. So you can, it turns it into a chat bot, like a chat GPT. And you ask the chat bot after the meeting is over, the Firefly chat, the AI um, chat uh, bot, what was the thing my boss said I needed to do? And it goes, and it'll send you like, oh, he wants you to do this, this, and this. And you go, and then you type in, oh, but when was it due? And he goes, oh, he says he wants you to do it by then and then and then. Like, so you can just literally be in a remote meeting and the chatbot does all the work for you. And you can just, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep looking at your boss, like, uh huh, got it. You know, you can just keep kissing ass the whole way through the meeting and also getting all the notes. 
But anyways, so let's look and let's uh, check out the, the video for this. Like I said, I'm going to put all the shit in the description. But this is Firefly's AI. And then I'm going to tell you how it can be weaponized against you. The same tech, they just turned it into a company to see if it can make money. But the techs existed for nearly a decade. It's just new to us, the normies. You're probably aware of Firefly's AI note-taker as the assistant that joins your video conferencing calls to record, transcribe, summarize, and generate notes for your meetings. Recently, we released a new product on top of our platform called Ask Fred. Instead of having to sit and listen to a call or read the transcript or the summary, you can simply ask our AI Fred questions about what happened on the meeting. You can also ask it to perform tasks based on what was discussed in the conversation. Users have loved this new capability so much that we wanted to take it to the next level. Today, we're introducing Ask Fred for the web. Now, Fireflies is going to be able to go beyond just your meetings and help you summarize and generate notes for any content that you're viewing on the web. Let's take a look at how this works. Ask Fred for the web is a Chrome extension that you can install on the Chrome web store or on our website. Once you install it, you simply have to log in with Google and you're good to go. Now that I've installed the Ask Fred web browser extension, I'll see a little floating icon here. I can press it and start asking Fred questions about the article. I've asked it to summarize it into five simple bullets and let's see it perform its magic. What Fireflies is doing is going through all of the content on the page and giving me a simple, clear explanation. So I asked it another question about why is this AI going to be helpful on long flights based on the Bloomberg article? And let's see the explanation Fireflies gives us. It talks about fuel-efficient flight paths, preventing unplanned SOPs. This is awesome. I got all this information without having to read this entire long article. Here's a TechCrunch article where I did the same, and I asked it to summarize it, but then also explain it to me in simple terms, and it was able to do that. Ask Fred for the Web also works on YouTube videos. So if I'm watching a long podcast, right, this one is an hour and a half, and I don't want to go through all of it, I can just ask it specific questions or ask it to summarize the entire podcast. And I'm asking them to summarize the part where they're talking about Microsoft's investment in OpenAI. It pulled up the transcript of the YouTube video and then is able to give me answers to that right here. This is game changing, guys. Now I can go through video content at blazing fast speeds. Here I am reading a email that I... Anyways, so it understands spoken word. It can organize the things that were said in a conversation, etc. instantaneously. It could turn a conversation into literally a wiki chat where you can just, if you miss something or you kind of remember something, it could pull it up for you and explain it to you in normal people language. Um, and it does it instantly. Um, but it does it with voice, with video chats, with your meetings, everything. It can even summarize YouTube videos, etc. Right? It, it's a There's even a Chrome extension, that Fireflies AI. The link's in the description. Um, and, uh, yeah. So how this can be weaponized on you is this same kind of AI will have a hot mic on you and be listening to you live. And this is what I was talking about. The ghost in the machine type shit, where it seemed like there was just a team of people making things and these fake videos and the video content and the fake profiles or what have you 
generates the feeling of a large audience of people watching you. And I'm not trying to say that those strategies weren't implemented, but um, it happened so quickly. Even people couldn't even respond that fast. What was happening was AI was generating profiles and comments and content, etc., from a bunch of different fake people that didn't exist. So I would say something in a conversation, what have you, and then they would roll up fake made fucking AI video up on my fucking direct TV. What's it called? On my cable, right? As a commercial. And it would directly reflect what was going on. And they would use a wake word. Remember I was talking about wiener dog and stuff like that to get me to pay attention. So they would know the abuse of wake word that was being used on me at the moment to get me to pay attention. And like, let's say I would be eating food and all of a sudden like it'd be a fucking a completely generated on the fucking fly ad of some obscure company, right? They just use some obscure logo, whatever it has a narrator, etc. They use this shit on me to terrify me, uh, making fun of me being a fat ass or, you know, um, you know, Oh, stop eating this. Or, um, you know, uh, I would just get over an argument with my fake girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? The one that the fucking, the, uh, uh, um, military or whoever the fuck in the area assigned to me because of this whole thing. They wanted just that JFK junior shit. Um, and they were just watching this chaos happen with these locals who were trying to extort me and then waiting for their opportunity to fucking dip in. But anyways, um, so I would just get done with an argument with her or whatever, with my fake paid off, uh, person. And then immediately something would pop up in relationship on the TV or whatever, but it happens so quickly. It would give you this feeling like there's no way this would happen or whatever, unless somebody was, you know what I'm saying? Like a whole group of mess of people was watching me and doing this. No, it wasn't. It was AI generating this shit and using these kind of Firefly AI conversationally recognize the things to organize my thoughts, etc. And then that would talk to that NVIDIA Remember, type AI, generate content on the fly, generate a narrator, generate a fucking backing track, a fake company, etc. Like, it would all happen instantaneously, and they would listen to me on my Alexa devices, and the AI would automatically generate that to create a more terrifying, I'm being observed by the Illuminati type shit, and it was all AI. Crazy. You have to understand, this was a terrifying horrible thing to but it was meant to break me mentally and phys in my physiology etc to make me a non-threat to the u.s government because one of their intel agency darling uh, uh darlings or or family members of a darling family that is essentially held up to the highest esteem was uh, attempting a presidential run it couldn't have me messing that up for him so they don't want to create any more martyrs. I keep telling you, they don't want to create martyrs. They already learned their lessons with John Lennon and Martin Luther King, you know what I'm saying, etc. They want to destroy you and they uh, want to break you down. So no one cares when you're gone. Completely eliminating you as a threat and completely eliminating you as something that lives on after you're dead and inspires other people to rise up. They don't want that. They want to destroy you in detail, psychologically. They want to see, and then they want to put you on display after they terrify you psychologically. They put you on display to the people that you know and love. So then 
they don't give a fuck about you. And they don't want to be seen around you. And then they pass that shit around in your community and they make up a fake story or they even make fake videos. Even if you can verify they're not true. Because they don't want to create martyrs. If you're a threat to the U.S. government, they want to fucking defeat you in detail and then they want to piss on your fucking ashes. But then, so yeah, you have to understand. So this Firefly AI listens to me over the Alexa speaker, tells the NVIDIA AI to generate fucking content on the fly. It uses something like that Google Universal Translator slash that Marvel AI software that made uh, 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 um, David Beckham say words he never said and languages he doesn't know how to speak, making his mouth move like it's fucking 100% real. Um, to generate a fucking commercial. On the fly. Uh, to have people on my digital radio saying shit to me. And we're going to get into that. But it's absolutely terrifying how all these systems plug into each other. And you think about it like this. Like a, like the AI is just... Re- they read your vitals. They read your... I had this whole portion on my documentary about... Um, uh, uh, surveillance capitalism. They use all those technologies and they observe you with cameras they plant in your house. They pay attention to your voice, the stress in your voice. They pay attention to your fucking facial expressions, etc. And the and the person that they pay to interact with you is also trained in manipulation techniques to make sure they get that reaction out of you so it'll trigger all those AI systems that work in tandem to give you an, and to enhance an even more terrifying experience and they're aware that that technology is happening, but you don't. And you are having an absolute worst time. And all they are there to do is to magnify that terrifying experience. Because whores will do anything for money. Let's go to another one. Um, here's something called ingesti.io. Want to spend more time keeping track of the little things? Sorry, it's another ad. Again, really cool. And this is going to save a lot of managers a lot of time. So a lot of the time when we have a new person join our team or we have to work with another agency, they have a lot of the same questions and it can be redundant and it's not the best use of my time to answer these questions over and over again. And so ingestai.io is basically like a copy of yourself, or it basically kind of creates a virtual AI consultant, but with your knowledge. And so how I've used it, since I have a lot of content in the world, is I actually had my team transcribe every YouTube video I've ever made, every Discord AMA, every tweet I've ever written, every announcement I've ever made, any form of content I've ever done. We transcribed it into text and then fed it to ingest AI. And now it's actually a Discord bot and I'll ask it a question and it will only answer that question in the way I have answered that question before in my previous content. So that's pretty nuts. I want to show you how I use it and I'm going to show you some examples of how you could possibly use it in your organization. So like I said, this is just a Discord bot and now anybody on my team can ask it a question and they're going to get the answer of which I have answered before. So for example, if I asked ChatGPT about my company, my company did not start before 2021 in this example and it would not even be able to answer that. But if I just go ahead and ask Brett, just type in at ask Brett, what is the NFT Academy? And just like that, it's going to output 
The NFT Academy is an online learning platform that teaches people everything they need to know to build in Web3. Smart contract development, Web3 marketing, community building, project management, whatever it may be. And that's what it answered, which is spot on. So this is really cool because if you're a manager of a company and you get a lot of these same questions from people that are training or they're new or just even from clients that are just the same redundant questions, all you have to do is create like a one hour voice recording answering each one of those common frequently asked questions. And then once you record it, you can transcribe it and then you put that into this bot and you can just create this bot in Discord or Slack and anybody can now ask the bot that question instead of asking you. So this is really cool. It's gonna save managers a lot of time. And this is just really valuable because it's basically a consultant. This has my knowledge base in it. And if I really wanted to put like my whole life's knowledge into this, all I have to do is record like five or six podcasts sharing all of my opinions. Now I'll never have to ask those questions again because the bot will answer them for me. So, right. First off, a bunch of podcasts. How many podcasts have I recorded? Hundreds. I have hundreds of podcasts, hundreds and hundreds of hours of all this shit that I've uh, 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 that I've come up with. Right? That's terrifying. But on top of that, it can plug into all your. This AI plugs into all this. Everything you've ever said on social media, every video you've made, every spoken word that it's recorded. Mind you, you are walking around with a recording studio in your pocket. So how that can be weaponized against you is it's always recording what you're saying. Um, I mean, let's not even get into the point that it can build a model of your voice. I mean, you know how those AI AIs that you can make sound like anything, how they get better is that you keep plugging in audio and, into them and they cert, sooner or later can build a perfection, a perfect copy of your voice. Now think about your phone being hacked and this fucking AI just gobbling up everything you ever say around it, etc. Um, at the same time, this AI is gobbling everything up you said on the internet, on your social media feed, whatever, right? And then it plugs it into, right? They created a bot with this. But think about this. What if they kill you, right? The government manages to fucking kill you. But before you leave, you tell everyone, oh, hey, everyone, I'm going off to this job. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, you're going through COINTELPRO. Your family doesn't know what's actually going on. It just looks like you're doing this downward spiral thing. They don't understand. It's because maybe you saw something or you looked into something or whatever. You go away to some city looking for a better opportunity. They fucking Elvish you. They use this AI bot to basically create a complete copy of you. They use their AI image and video generation software to create fake vacation photos and fake videos and fake content. They start. They use this bot to run a, a, a fake a, a, a fake profile of you. Your family reaches out to you. You can you can text them back in your voice how you would say a thing. It programs your entire knowledge base into it, which they could use that which they could uh, gather right over the years. While they're destroying your life, while you have a paid companion there to try to have you talk about everything that's ever happened to you, etc., right? And they can just plug it into this thing. I, to be honest, was even wondering for a while, and I'm not saying this is happening, but like if you were a rich guy, right, and you wanted to interact and you were like a big person, I'm not saying this is happening at all, but let's say it's for the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, right? Um, 
and he wants he wants to interact with people all the time, right? But he wants to do it in his voice, on his knowledge base, and how he would answer questions or whatever. He would use an AI like this to do that, and you would never know the difference, and you would just think you're talking to um that you would just think that you're that you're talking to Mark Cuban. God, you know I had to uh, stop and upload a portion of this podcast because my phone is hacked as shit. And uh, these guys who are babysitting me, they love to make my phone crash in the middle of like an hours long podcast. And now I have to just randomly stop, upload portions of it. But um, somebody was stepping on my phone's reception. As I was trying to, as I was trying to upload this shit, then my upload number started going backwards. Like, my phone is so hacked, man. These guys, they just fuck with me all day. They get paid way too much money to just troll me all day using my device. Like I said, there is staff, but they use AI to augment quite a bit. Anyways, getting back to it. Sorry, we just time traveled. You don't know that, though. So we got that. So these things can talk to each other and procedurally generate things on the fly, etc. It's super fast and it's very fucking terrifying. And then if the person who's been paid to be your pretend whatever, like I said, whores do anything for money, they know what the technology is capable of and they then engineer situations, augment your behavior, add drugs to the mix. They might add um, all sorts of different medications and narcotics, etc., and they'll slip them to you and then put you into this crazy input and then put you into a manufactured situation just so they can get your reaction clip of you. Um, and then use that to like show that to your friends and families, be like, look, this guy's acting crazy. I don't know what's going on with them. Like they have no idea all these things are talking to each other and they're using these technologies to really damage the fuck out of your life. While this person who might be who's paid to be your pretend, you know, mate or whatever is helping to stimulate these things, knowing, knows what the technology is, knows what's happening. Just like I said, horse do anything for money, but yeah, fuck that fucking broad, by the way. Anyways, so there's that. So yeah, you could be a fucking rich guy and look and use an AI like that to, you know what I'm saying? Essentially create a fake persona, but they can also kill you. Yeah, have you go through this situation? You cannot know you're going through COINTELPRO 2.0. And then, you know, you've tried to get away from your problem. So you say, well, look, maybe it's a because you go through these cycles. Well, maybe it's uh, I should go to another area. Maybe I should, you know, leave the state or there's this opportunity that just opened up. And then you go somewhere else and they use this AI that they've been training on you for years to essentially generate a fake persona of you. Who knows, even have, you know, even, uh, what's it called? Real time, deep fake FaceTimes with your family members. And they think everything is going fine because they're faking your face and your voice in real time. What am I talking about, Steve? Well, that's a perfect transition into the latter half of this podcast where we're going to know about some pretty amazing technology that was used on me. And since uh, I didn't understand it, it was, you know what I'm saying, what it was at the time. It is what it is. But speaking of your voice, like I said, this stuff is 10 years old. We're finding out about it now. But this DARPA, uh, AFRL, Air Force Research Labs, um, you know, um, 
MQTEL type company shit. So here is a AI tool where you can speak in your own voice into a microphone and it shoots out the voice of anybody else's voice. Now, believe it or not, Alex Jones about mm, 10 years ago was talking about this technology on his show. Just another time Alex Jones was right. One of these things was about this technology. I remember seeing a clip of him talking about this. I didn't really watch Alex Jones at the time, but I remember seeing this clip. Somebody used to talk about how the Pentagon has a software where it can replicate anybody's voice and they use it for PSYOP operations and to um, stymie discontent in third world countries and make fake videos of, you know, the president there or whatever to, you know, gain um, cooperation of other people, they said. And... I remember him talking about this technology like 10 fucking years ago. I was seeing this clip and I was like, oh, that sounds silly. But he was right. They, they do have that. And we're about to show, I'm about to show it to you right now. But that's just, by the way, side note, that's just one of the many things. People fuck with Alex Jones because Alex Jones is a super passionate dude. And so when he's trying to communicate things that people, most likely what they're doing is they're using conclusive ambushing on Alex Jones. People in the intelligence community who really love humanity and they want to in a very hands-off way trying to use conclusive ambushing to stimulate Alex Jones's environment and exposure to things to help him build conclusions of things that exist and he's well aware and cognizant of it he may not be cognizant of who's doing it but he's cognizant of it and he's trying to like it's like what are you trying to say to me lassie because that's kind of how cog, uh, uh, conclusive ambushing is. Once you become aware that it's happening to you by an intelligence agency, because I know, because I've gone through it, it's like you're reading between the lines. Um, but once you know the process and how it's being done to you, you can kind of be like, okay, what, what's going on? What are you trying to say? And very, and through a very subtle means of communication, interaction, etc., very complicated ideas can be communicated to you. In fact, there's a term for it in the intelligence community. It's called money laundering, where you use experiential stimulus and conclusive ambushing to uh, like think of if if information was money. How would you wash information, right? Make it untraceable back to you. Well, how they do that is through experiential stimulation as well as conclusive ambushing techniques. And they try to fucking tell Alex Jones things, corrupt things that are happening. And he tries to communicate them, but he's a super passionate guy. And you know what I'm saying? So people end up making fun of him for things like putting chemicals in the water, making the frogs gay. Remember how people talk about that? Well, guess what he, he was talking about? He was talking about PFAS chemicals and we're and the news. Won't shut up about PFAS chemicals, which is forever chemicals. But when Alex Jones says there, there, there's certain chemicals going into the water that's making the fucking frogs gay, it was pesticides with P, that were based in PFAS uh, or forever chemicals, petrofluoride, chem, uh, petrofluoride chemicals. So he was talking about this shit for a decade before everyone else was, by the way. So he was right about that. Um, there is, remember about Sandy Hook, how he was talking about crisis actors and whatever. So he might have been wrong about Sandy Hook, but... Remember how Newsweek, less than two years ago, dropped that story about this Pentagon's secret intelligence army that they use for PSYOPs, coordinated PSYOPs, 
60,000 people strong. A sports stadium full of people trained in spy and manipulation techniques who operate under false identities, who run businesses for the U.S. government, etc. Yeah, and they use them to run operations all over the United States. There's a Newsweek article. You Google it yourself. Google Newsweek. Um, Pentagon signature reduction. Pause my annoying voice. Newsweek. Pentagon signature reduction. There it is. The story. Where they do. They have a bunch of fucking trained intelligence people who use, who are on call for the Pentagon and traverse the United States in large groups to do large scale psychological operations. So he was right about that. He may have been wrong about where, but he was fucking right. I mean, and it just kind of sucks that all he was trying to do was try to help people, tell them about shit, and they were most likely stimulating him, and he was aware of the stimulation. He may not know where the signals are coming from or whatever. Like I said, it's a it's a lassie situation. It's like, what? once you become conscious, you're like, okay. So people are getting my attention, and they're putting me through experiential things, etc. And these are anonymous people, and they're working in coordination to essentially launder intelligence to me and in hopes that my brain translates it to something. And sometimes you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. There's a lot of interpretation to it. I'm cognizant of it, but I don't have any more um, muses. Uh, it is what it is. But there was a time when I did, and I appreciate them, you know. But at the same time, people can also use that same kind of shit to really traumatize you. But anyways... So here's a technology called voice.ai, right? Creative name. That now this is the now this AI I'm about to introduce to you was the same reason why I remember reaching out to Stella Assange, who was Julian Assange's partner, um, telling her not to allow him to have a radio because they were really trying to get him a radio so he could have some sort of stimulus. But this is why, because I was experiencing this at the time. I didn't know what it was at the time, but I knew it was fake and that it was used, it will be used to psychologically harm him. And he's already going through enough. And I remember reaching out to her and be like, don't let them have him have a radio, etc. So what they do is with this AI I'm about to show you now is they can get anybody's voice and anybody can speak into a microphone, right? And then what comes out is anybody else's voice that it's trained on. Check this out. Go to motionray.com to add. Oh gosh, I hate I hate these ads. This artificial intelligence lets you speak with any, and I mean any celebrity voice in real time. Just tremendous real time. But the question is, who really is considered to be a celebrity? Turns out, you can train any voice you want, even your own, and we'll look at it later in the video. Now you'll listen up. As you can see, it doesn't sound exactly like them. You know why? Because you can't change the voice, but you can't change the way they deliver their lines. Okay, so let's get ready, because we're going to show you exactly how to set it up, train those voices, and get the perfect ones. I am not sponsored or affiliated with this AI platform. Neither I have done enough tests to recommend it. 
So use it at your own risk. Back to my voice. So all you need to do is to go to the website called voice.ai and simply download it. At the moment it is free, kind of free. We'll get to that later. But the only drawback is at the moment of recording this video, this is only available on Windows. If you scroll down, you will see other platforms as well, like iOS, Android, Windows and macOS. But if you click on them, you will see this is going to be available. So that's good news. So if you click on Mac, sorry, iOS, you do have an option to pre-order. So once you install it, you'll see something like this. The very first thing we would do here is set our audio input. So whatever your audio input is, maybe it's your mic with your audio interface, maybe it's a USB microphone, maybe it's a headset microphone, whatever that is, set that as an input right over here. And the next step is figuring out what mode you want to be in. So there are two modes. One is the record mode, where you record your audio, it's going to process it and give you a file. The other one is live mode. This is more for streaming. So it's going to change your voice in real time. So let us start with the recording mode. Let's set it to recording mode and you can change which voice you want to change your voice to. So by default, let's say this is the voice. You can click on it to change any voice you want. Now keep in mind, not all the voices would be available. We'll get to how to train voices, how to make them available later. But for right now, whatever voice is available, you can go ahead and choose that. Click on use. So let's try recording something. Hi there, this is Unmesh from Piximperfect. I hope you're having a great day and making it a beautiful one. Let's stop it. Hi there, this is Unmesh from Piximperfect. I hope you're having a great day and making it a beautiful one. Let's stop it. Voice.ai. So as you can see, there's a watermark in there. Now you can choose to remove the watermark, but I think you have to pay extra for it. The other mode is live mode. Now this is going to be a little experimental. My voice can break. So I'm sorry, bear with me a little bit. So let's go ahead and switch to live mode. It changes voice real time. And as it does that, there can be a little bit of lag. Actually, there can be a lot of lag depending upon this slider. If you set it to faster, the lag between when I speak and when you hear will be short, but there will be a lot of artifacts in the voice. The quality would be much lower. If you set it to better, the quality would be higher, but there will be a lot more lag. So for fun, let us set the voice to Donald Trump right here. Now I'm going to start it. You will see how much delay there is. So right now I'm speaking in the voice of Donald Trump. I'm not sure when you're going to hear the audio. I'm not sure how much of a lag there is going to be, but I'm hoping that the lag is going to be pretty reasonable. But I'm guessing that with better, the lag will be pretty high. Now let us decrease this slider and now let's see how the quality is all the way to the left. So this is what you're hearing. I don't know how many artifacts you're going to hear. Anyways, you get the idea. You can change someone's voice in real time or there's a little bit of lag if you want picture perfect. Now, how you train this software is if you study someone's voice and how they talk, let's say you're not good at impressions, but you can follow their cadence and you know when they accentuate things and how they talk about things, etc. And then you use this software, you can sound just like the person because you're matching their cadence and the attitude of their voice, etc. And you can do it in real time. So let's say you have your favorite radio show that you like. What happens is these guys, these these agents, uh, will use this AI because I stream a lot of my radio, etc. If I'm not listening to it on, I love talk radio. But they were I listen to talk radio on a lot of my devices, 
And what they would do on my devices is then pump these things in. So when I'd be listening to my radio shows, I think I'm listening to my radio and I'm not. In fact, it's, um, what's it called? It's contractors or even feds using this software and making fun of things that I'm doing in real time in my apartment, et cetera. But it makes you think, oh my gosh, the people on the radio are watching my life. And no, it's not. There's just a camera in your house and some feds across the street in some rented house or down the street or whatever are using this software and tapping into your Alexa or your smart speaker or even your phone streaming and trying to spook you doing ghost in the machine shit. And it's very traumatic. And how they can use this on an actual radio is, you know, those little things you can buy at Walmart where you can stream your MP3s to like your shitty car radio and it does it by short throwing uh, an FM signal and you got to dial in the signal. You guys remember doing that? What they can do is do that with a much more powerful one. So let's say Assange was listening to a radio program, whatever, right? BBC radio on the radio, they're trying to get him. All of a sudden now they're, now they're using this software to try to psychologically torment him. That's why I was trying to reach out. I was like, I didn't know what it was at the time, but I knew it wasn't real because I'm because I was a fucking nobody. So, you know, what I'm saying nobody on the fucking radio will be wasting their time. So what they were using was an AI. Like I said, this stuff is 10 years old. It's just now being released to us. And they what they do is they follow like, OK, we're going to have the software like it's coming out and this is the next version. And they time that shit, etc. Like it's all fake. Do you understand? It's all fake. This is old shit. They just don't have use for it anymore or other countries also have that shit and before they release it and expose us how we're using these on psychological operations on our own people we'll release it ourselves before it gets to that point and that's usually what'll happen is the government will release something itself before another country who's also working on the same thing because keep in mind remember there are multiple countries even working on the atomic bomb there are multiple countries working on safe types of ais so what other countries love to do is to come out with shit that they know that we're working on and try to make us and try to make our government look like shit by saying, can you believe they're doing using this shit on, on Americans or whatever? So to avoid that, usually our government will release this shit to the public before that happens. So we won't be they won't be embarrassed, but they'll do it as companies and they'll make it They'll They'll create a false sense of serendipity, like how Dar- Google was born out of a DARPA think tank, etc., but a lot of these other AI companies and stuff, software and stuff like that, so it's old. They've had them over 10 years, a decade. It's just, yeah. And I think the overabundance of AI hitting all over the place is I think they're trying to stimulate the economy to create new jobs and opportunities, etc., to pull us out of this shit that China sent us with um, COVID. But anyways, there's one AI. And I didn't know what was happening, but I knew that it wasn't real. And I didn't know how the technology works. This guy's explaining it finally. But this was back in 2014, 2015. They were doing this enhanced torture shit on me. And so I remember ta- reaching out to her. and am like, whatever you do, don't let them give him a radio. Because they will use it to psychologically abuse him. And I, I didn't think that dude should could be going through anything anymore. It was, it's so fucked up what they're doing to that guy. Free fucking Assange, you know. And, 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 and bring back fucking Snowden. I don't want to say that enough. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, so there's one thing. They can replicate anybody's voice in AI in real time. Now let's look at a software, right? 
that allows you to fake anyone's face in real time. Real time. That means like live streaming or a fake FaceTime call. Check this out. Now this, now this application is called Metaphysics. And it was debuted on that show with Simon fucking, what's his name? Uh, America's Got Talent. Here's a clip. Like I said, all this stuff's going to be in the description of the podcast. Check that shit out. With photo vibrance, you can... Oh, God, I can't stand these fucking ads, bro. So how did you meet? We met because, of course, I'm fans of what they do online, and they're fans of AGT. And when they asked me to be a part of this wonderful, unique... So you can watch the whole video, but it's going to get to the point where they slap on a real-time deepfake on top of this dude, and he pretend, and on the screen he looks like he's Simon Cowell from America's Got Talent, um, American Idol, etc. But real time, and now think about how this technology can be, be abused. They can fake someone's voice. They can fake someone's face in real time and they can stream it over the internet, over whatever. But check out this thing. And now it's at 133 is when he starts using it. But if you want to watch the ramp up, but I'm going to play the clip from here. So this guy's real time deep faking a song as Simon and they're slapping on his Simon's face on his face. And then they're putting up on the Jumbotron and live, live. Check this out. get the gist of it you can watch the whole clip yourself so think about that in terms of so they've let's say they you've gone through this you maybe blew the whistle on some corruption they destroyed your life with Contel pro they are um using that uh ingesti ai to fake an online presence of you when no one's when people just need to know that you're still there, right? Okay, well, he left town. Something will happen with him. I don't know what's going on, right? All the people who know you, because that's what happens in this program. And then they go, I don't know what happened with him. It is what it is. But he, you know what I'm saying? He seems to find another job in a state far away and da 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 
So they fake your online presence when no one's looking for you. Then all of a sudden your parents want to have a FaceTime of you, want to see what's going on. So then they have a person who has your same body type. Uh, use that uh, voice.ai and this metaphysics AI to real-time deepfake you over a FaceTime call on a phone that's been hacked to stream that kind of shit. And then the people watching it think they're actually watching something that's real. They think they're watching their son or whatever, their daughter. And they don't understand that you were going through COINTELPRO uh, 2.0, the new version of it. And then they can maintain a, a, re, a presence of you. And then, you know, what happens is then they just keep making excuses every time a relative or when somebody wants to see you in person. You know, and then they can fake a health complication and then like somebody contacts you, whoever was being your pretend fake wife or husband and say, I'm sorry, someone so-and-so died in a car wreck or whatever. But like after things have cooled down or whatever, after whatever you saw, et cetera, using this AI, or they could smear you to other people who think they're on a FaceTime call with you, et cetera. Now, I mean, this, this stuff has been available for many years. And a lot of these, like I said, they're AFRL companies, um, you know, uh, uh, um, NQTEL, DARPA and shit like that. And this is old tech. that's just now being reintroduced. And I think it's personally to stimulate the economy, I think, to be honest. Um, but you have to understand like how this can be weaponized on you in COINTELPRO, how it can be weaponized on people you don't know to get them to lash out at you and abuse you and hurt you and poison you, whatever. So now the government doesn't even need to fucking kill you. They can just fucking put out fake shit and get a bunch of morons who just aren't trying to fucking hear like, bro, look, this is literally the fucking police saying none of this is true, etc. Ah, and we live in the era of fake shit. Like, use your brain. People aren't trying to hear that. People want to believe that they are never lied to and that they catch every time they're being manipulated, but that's not true. But just think about all the ways this AI can fuck with you, not only mentally abuse you, especially when there's like a paid actor pretending to be your partner or what have you, to make sure that your enhanced torture experience is even more magnanimous. But then it can also, if they need to sweep you under the rug, they can use all these systems in tandem, linked up, etc., to essentially, yeah, sweep you under the rug. Make people think you're fine. I guess finally things are working out for them. I don't know what was going on. Something he said, he said he saw something and these people were trying to make him shut up. But then all, you know, his shit just kind of started spiraling out of control. And, you know, I don't know, maybe he was drinking. I don't know what was going on, right? That's the story. It's going to be put out about you. And then you go away thinking that it's going to make this shit stop because your mind and body is not made to go through this kind of torture. And then what happens is they fucking Elvis you and then they maintain a fake presence. And then, uh, uh, sorry, pardon me. And then, um, yeah, that's your fucking story. And then what they do is, uh, yeah, they, that's how they get rid of you in the new COINTELPRO 2.0. There's no more martyrs. And now that they own the surveillance state, now that they own everything, um, they own the internet, they own the AI that's you being used to smear you and manipulate you and fuck you up. And it's crazy. 
and not even think about how all this auto-generated content that listens to you, etc., generating fake media to harass you, the fake radio shows you can be listening and watching to that can be used to make you feel like a, everyone's watching me, Illuminati shit. It's all generated just to make you go cuckoo in hopes that they can just get rid of you by, oh, well, I guess that guy went crazy. I don't know. So you need to be understand that this AI has been around for a lot longer than you think. These companies that are coming out with all this shit, these are just either these are people who have been conclu- uh, gone through conclusive ambushing to make them think it was their own idea. And these people who are the CEOs of these companies are actually their fucking handlers, you know, um, or they're just Intel companies it is what it is. You got to watch out for that shit. A hammer can build a house or you can smash yourself in the dick with it. Nuclear energy can power homes or it can blow up cities. AI technology that seems like this is really improving my workflow. Like can be used to fuck your life up. And people will not be able to know how to fucking not believe their lying eyes. Or... Understand that they're not being watched by the Illuminati. It's just AI auto-generating this shit that seems almost magic-like. Or the radio is not talking to me. Somebody's using a voice AI and matching their cadence. And the way that they say things in California and all that other shit. Talking like Schwarzenegger or whatever. This, and, and, but doing it in real time. Making you think these people are watching you and talking to you. and The people on the TV. Like that real-time deepfake shit or the Simon Cowell clip. They did that shit to me from on like live CNN news and shit like that. They constantly had Wolf Blitzer talking shit to me on my live television, bro. Fucking uh, uh, Wolf Blitzer. Oh, the whole crew. Fucking uh, what's his name? Who's that dude? He's a Vanderbilt. Why is he? Why is I'm? Why am I mind drawing a blank on that dude? Anderson Cooper. He was talking shit. I would go to other channels. I'd be watching a TV show. Then they'd turn around and look at me and be like, didn't you wear that shirt for the past two days? In real time, they do it right over the fucking characters and they talk at you. It's a terrifying thing to even experience, by the way. But they use these AIs, weaponized, to terrify you. And especially in 2014, 2015, when I had no fucking clue about what was going on. I just knew it was fake. Because I've at that time, Instagram filters were popular. Remember those face-swapping Instagram filters? So if I hadn't been exposed to that, I would have been tripping balls. I was like, well, obviously somebody's hacking and using some sort of computer shit on me to fucking freak me out. Even though it was fucking terrifying, I still had the wherewithal to be like, what does face-swapping technology look like in 10 years from now? It's probably what I'm looking at. Then they're fucking with me. And then... As the years went on, I started learning about face puppet wireframes. So this shit is old. It's like 10 years old. And um, it can be used to really fuck your life up. If the U.S. government wants to use these tools. And like I said, because it's not a shared experience. It's not like stubbing your toe or burning your hand on the stove or whatever. It's hard to communicate to people. Look, this is whatever's going on. This is fake. Or it's hard to communicate to somebody that that's not the radio, people on the radio watching you and fucking whatever, or the people on TV talking to you directly because the people on TV are watching you. No, they're using real-time deep fakes. They're using real-time voice deep fakes. 
They're using automated systems that listen to what you're saying and can auto-generate a video on the fly, like create content that never existed. Sending that to your TV, like all sorts of shit, just listening to your voice. They're all automated systems and they can do the work of many people. You would think like, oh my gosh, there's probably a whole crew. No, it probably like maybe 10, 15 people at the most, if that. AI is able to augment their ability to use enhanced torture technique. Remember, there's a difference between enhanced interrogation, enhanced torture. They look very much the same, but one's for propaganda and one's for information. Remember that episode? So, like, you just have to understand that the world is a changing. And just because it's not a shared experience, the truth tellers in the future, people like Snowden, people like Assange, people like David McBride, these people could be possibly subject to these kinds of smears and fake shit, etc., to make sure that you don't listen to what they have to say. And because your ego is chiming in and you too bad and you want to just join in on the ha ha, look at the other guy. He's stupid and I'm amazing, right? That whole trigger shit that we all built in our brain to fucking laugh at someone we don't know because it makes us, you know, it's like narcissism, junk food. And that can make us not want to listen to something that somebody has to tell us that's incredibly fucking important. Whistleblower shit. I hope this message finds you as I broadcast from just outside of San Diego from deep inside the filter bubble. Free Assange, bring back Snowden. We have had an update to how we are hosting this movie. Um, I was already getting a report from lots of people saying we can't see the movie. It says this movie's not available in our area. Some people say this movie has been removed. Thanks for bringing that to my attention because I was just sitting there just like, man, there's so many of you guys, you know, who tune into the podcast and, um, you know what I'm saying? I got some high numbers for these, uh, for these director commentary episodes. And, um, it, now this totally makes sense because, now YouTube has sent me a copy strike notice on our backup channel and our um, native channel for the Mesh News Project where we're hosting the film. Um, it says that it is full. It says that it's full of misinformation from COVID. Even though I literally took all, all the material from this movie is made from clips I procured off YouTube. So how is this information illegal? Do you understand? Like, how is this information illegal if I downloaded it all from their platform? I guess they just don't like the order of how I put things. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? So it's not illegal content if it's not put in larger context for a giant grift. Do you understand? Like, how crazy is that? But yeah, all the stuff, all the stuff that's on my, on this movie is all pulled from YouTube all YouTube clips. So how is it something that is, well, well, I'll tell you first, it was telling me that I had copyright notice. Right. And then I, then I kept getting reports that then I, then that this content was, um, not suited for minors. And then I got a takedown notice and in that order, but I, you know what I'm saying? I just went back and started checking some of the, uh, 
other podcast platforms and people reporting broken link they said this movie's not available in my area etc so yeah i'm sorry so we've had to move the movie to odyssey which sucks because it really you know what i'm saying it really hurt the debut of this film obviously that was most likely on purpose but so we've had to switch to odyssey you don't need an app to use odyssey odyssey is a video sharing platform but they don't have regulations on what you can post etc it's kind of like how elon has made twitter he just free speech you know what i'm saying people can say what they want and then you make sense of the information that you know what i'm saying you take in so we're on odyssey i've updated all the links and all the podcast descriptions so please refer to that odyssey link because um for some reason this information is illegal in youtube's eyes even though i pulled it all off of youtube isn't that crazy? Anyways, I appreciate all the support. I love all the comments. Um, I'm sorry I'm taking a while to get back on feedback. I'm still uh, recovering from COVID. But, um, yeah, thanks for giving me that update. And now I'm really understanding what's going on, especially now I see these comments of people saying they said it's not available in my area. I live in the United States. Like, that's, I can't believe that. So, yeah, we're on Odyssey now. So go ahead and check out the film on Odyssey. Thanks, you guys. Go ahead and refer to that link in the description. It's in between the two finger-pointing arrow hands. Thanks.